Hoagie's Garage. Winner's night. You betcha. Um, we're getting close to the high banks. It's not very far away anymore. I'm going to have to make sure to check the oil and you know, get things ready. Make sure you got LP in it. Well, I'm figuring I'm going to have to sneak down there like Thursday night or Friday morning again and fill her back up again because I can't make four nights. Oh. Well, maybe you should just leave it up there and drive a different car. Could, I guess. You I'd know. get home faster. <laughs> the old gal ain't geared too high. Oh. But then I can't so. wave to people. People wave to me all the time on the way up there. Yep. They ain't waving to me. They're waving to the truck. But, yeah. So, uh... Saturday down at Knoxville, that was kind of a scary deal. Oh, that was an ugly situation. You know. Uh, Turned out as good as could be hoped for, I guess you could say. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, obviously we're talking about Carson Macedo's crash. Yep. Um, Basin jumped out. Geo, Sweet, um, all tried to help him get unbuckled. And, you know, we don't know all the facts and no, everything else. Nothing, but, but sounded like he was kind of knocked out and. Uh, you know, they're trying to get him out of there at the same time. He's basically engulfed in fire in there. and uh, That's just, uh, well, fire has got to be the worst thing there is. Yeah. I mean, that's. In, in any situation, not just on the racetrack, anywhere. Yeah. It's just, absolutely. nobody likes it. But My one quick thing, and I, I was talking to Sean Quinn a little bit about this, is, uh, and maybe they have them, I have no idea, but uh, the rescue guys, the ones, you know, throwing all the stuff on them and stuff, um, having a seatbelt cutter on them. You know, oh. I, I've seen the people with those and those things. I mean, they cut right through, and then they could have yanked him out. But I'm no special guy at all. I, I know Jay's always got one hanging on his belt. Does he? Yep. Yep. So, um, yeah, I don't know. You know, after you see a fire There's like that, and you yeah, can't well, get them unbuckled because and, and, it's so hot. And can you even see inside there? Yeah. So, yeah, you know, we, the we have no yeah, idea. So. God bless them for doing it. Yeah. And then uh, Wayne County last night was a little bit interesting because of all the rain. Character. And, Character uh, on the track. Some of the guys decided to just pack up and, you yep. know, go home. But, uh, you know, there wasn't no rollovers. Not, I mean, when you watch the race. Was there they, one, one caution in the feature? Yeah, they hopped and they would oh. go way high. And, oh, my gosh. That was it a was, lot of fun to watch as a spectator, actually. Yeah, but. Yeah, but no, kudos to those guys because they that was one heck of a race. I mean, yep. they uh, Courtney won it, but Cap was right there, and then right at the end, they had to be tired at the end of that one. Oh man, you know we did our Hoagie's Garage at Thunder Road, and <laughs> told my arms were. Of course, we raced a lot, but uh, I ain't gonna I'm not not lying. I felt better the next morning than I thought I was going to. <laughs> I agree, because my arms were dead that night. And Lee gets out, like, yeah. your arms are tired? I'm like, yeah, I can't hardly freaking lift them. He goes, we don't oh, do come this. on, bud. <laughs> we don't do this. <laughs> we drive cars with power steering. Oh, so, But that was a heck of a time, and thanks again to Frank Gray for doing that. Yeah, we so, had a blast. But, uh, hey, we have another first-time winner, two first-time winners. And usage, yep. Um, Tracy Huluska uh, in the street stock, and, and then Riley, Riley Goodno in the 410. Yep. So, and, and then, then we're going to have long hair on, and you know, it should be a good show, I think. Again, absolutely, you never know what long hair is going to say. You don't. All right, when we come back, we'll have those three on. Hey, Toe, you know, every once in a while, I want to go to Knoxville or Pella. 
and I have troubles finding a place to stay. Do you have any good ideas of where a guy could stay? Heck, I'd try the Turn 2 Lodge, bud. It's a house right north of the track. I think you can probably hear the races. You ain't have to leave till the races start. Walk down. If you're in the area, whatever, visiting anything, I'd check out the Turn 2 Lodge. Find it on the Airbnb. All right, we're back at Hoagie's Garage, and we have Tracy Haluska on. How you doing, Tracy? Pretty good, yourself? We're doing great. We're talking racing again, so it's all good. <laughs> well, it's always good then. That's yeah. right. That's right. Uh, before we get into Sunday night, uh, let's you know find out a little bit more about you. Are you married, single, kids? What? Do you, what's? Tell us a little bit about yourself. Married to Brooke, and we just had our first kid four months ago. I hope I'm right. February fifth. <laughs> so, uh, work at Johnstone Supply and. Uh, live right outside of T out in the country and uh, grew up in Worthing, South Dakota. So, well, you didn't move too far then if you went from Worthing no, to T. No, I went to high school in Lenox and then I ended up going to Hawaii for college for a little while and then had to come back home. So, <laughs> home ain't a bad place to be. Now, no, hold not it. at all. Hawaii for college. How did that all come about? Well, I wanted to be a marine biologist and, and get the heck away from home, and then I did that for a couple of years and, and decided home is where I wanted to be. <laughs> Hawaii wasn't a bad place to try out, I guess. So. <laughs> well, Hawaii is about as far away as you can go and stay in, uh, stay in the United States, I guess, and go to college. So. Yep, yep. All right. So let's get back to the racing then. Uh, tell us a little bit about Sunday night. How did... How did uh, the heats go, if you can remember, and then get into the feature? Yeah, so the heat, we ended up lining up pole, and Brandon got the early lead. The car felt really good. We kind of just rolled around the bottom. And and then the feature, I really didn't quite, I mean, still learning with the setup on the street stocks, and we have a lot of help with Dustin Gobronson, Leash Lumbum and stuff. They help a lot with setups and what to do. And so we kind of threw something at it and didn't go quite as far as what we've been doing all year. And, and kind of just got in a groove there in the middle of the feature and yellow started coming out and later in the race, I think there was like three to go. I felt pretty good up until then. The three to go, two to go, I came out of turn two and looked up at the dang video board and I saw the 64 and then I kind of, kind of, kind of became a mess there for a couple laps, but <laughs> it worked out. So yeah, I have damn video boards. Get a guy in trouble uh -oh. every time. If I just would have not looked at that thing, I'd have been all right. <laughs> now, now you know for next time. Yes, absolutely. I guarantee he's still going to look at the video board next time. <laughs> well, we can say he's not. So yeah. Now, it, I heard you say um, when they were talking to you, when Austin was talking to you, uh, Corey I, is, is he help you with the motor? Does How does Corey I help you? Yeah, so his dad puts the motors together, and Corey's kind of helped me all along throughout racing and stuff with the hobby, and he helped me put one of my, the last hobby that I had, he helped me build that and put that together, and, and he just, I mean, he's willing to help with just about anything. I talk to him probably every other day, and <clears throat> kind of bounce things off of him, what to do, what to try, and just, I mean, the street stock has been a handful when I first starting out. It's so different than the hobby, and so I just ask him kind of, how the heck do you drive this thing? I, I'm kind of struggling. And <laughs> so usually the answer is just step on the gas. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Step on so, the, go fast, turn left. So when, oh, yeah. when did you make the switch? 
this year. So oh, it was oh. the beginning of this year's when I started. So well, then it can't be going all bad if you got your first no. win and we ain't even halfway through the season. <laughs> the first couple races, I the way I describe it is I just felt like I was holding on for dear life through the features. It was I would get out so tired and all these other drivers are just like it's on their day on the track and now I finally get to think about where to enter the corner, when to let off and stuff like that. So Yeah. You're you're relaxing and enjoying it more now, you're saying. Right, correct. There you go. Yes. Yes. We're supposed to be having fun doing this stuff, right? Spending the, spending <laughs> right. the money we spend to do these things, we want to have fun doing it. Very true, yes. So, um, the number on your car, does does that have any story behind it or any meaning to it, or is that just something that you randomly pulled out? Well, my dad was 86 for, I think, just about his whole racing career. Okay. Uh, I believe it was the, the year my mom graduated college i think or high school something like that i don't remember i should know but it was his number so i rate i've been that since as long as i can remember i guess i think i was three my first couple years and then i went to 86 and it's been that since so what have you all raced what was that what what have you all raced i mean growing up what did you you know or did you start when you're older or how, how did it all start out I think I started, I started in a front wheel drive and it had to be 14 or 15 years old. It did not go well at all. <laughs> I wrecked a lot. And then my dad put me in his hobby a couple times. I wrecked that a lot, just about every week. And then finally kind of, we, we got our own. We kind of shared it the next couple of years. We started getting a little bit better and I got my first win. I think it was 2015 at I-90. Still wasn't very good. And then I think maybe like five years ago or so, it was kind of, I guess I'd call it like a breakout year once I started realizing how much maintenance and stuff there was on these things. And the races are won in the shop versus uh, showing up at the track every week. So, yeah. what, what I'm gathering out of this is you wrecked a lot of stuff and then you like became <laughs> co-owner and then you didn't wreck as much because it cost too much to fix. <laughs> I used to, when I was really young, my dad... We, I'd wreck it, and then I would think my dad would fix it, and then I could go hang out with my friends and then go race again. But he quit doing that, and I quickly realized that I had to work on it and spend money. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, best not to crash if it was all possible. Right, correct. You bet. Um, what What's it like racing at Houston's? What's What's the best part of racing at Houston's? Oh, I, I mean, I don't even know how to describe it. It's definitely a different feeling rolling into Houston. It's, uh, just, it's Houston Speedway. <laughs> uh, it just feels like a way bigger deal, I guess. Um, you know there's quite a few people watching, whether it be in the stands or on Dirt Vision or whatever. Yep. Um, so, I don't know. It's just, I think, growing up, watching all the big races there and all the, the 410s when I was little and the street stocks even, just being able to be one that's out there i know what it felt like when i was watching so it's kind of cool to be the one that's on the track yeah, yeah. i agree so how has your season been going so far i mean i'm assuming you race i-90 you race other tracks or yep so i'm actually racing the street stock i've missed one race at i-90 i don't know how much we're going to do it's, it's kind of just a week-to-week basis i plan to be at houston's every week and the special shows try to get to i-90 as much as we can but i'm racing Dean and it's hobby stock as well on the on the side, kind of Fridays and Saturdays. So our hands are kind of full of racing. Yeah. 
That's good, though. <laughs> yeah, it's fun. It's definitely our year. Is this has definitely been the best start to a year we've had, and I, I know how quick it could turn around. But yeah, uh, we've been pretty successful and fortunate this year with the way things are going and the finishes and the street stock. I've definitely been surprised with. We have a couple top fives, and obviously this last Sunday with the win, and I think hopefully we'll be competitive. You know, and it's just the, the front the front row draw was was a blessing i guess this week so we'll see what we can do a little further back yeah hey it never hurts to be on the pole no so no, w no still not a w. At all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it is um you know where are you what's the plans this week where are you all racing this week this week looks like rocky with the hobby stock and then um saturday at i-90 with the hobby and hopefully the street stock and then houston city on sunday so that's awesome yeah four of them so um before we get to them rapid fire questions we want we want to give you a chance to show your sponsors out there sure awesome so we got uh coleman heating and cooling uh my boss and all my co-workers and stuff like that uh they sponsor and then rogers plumbing and heating with york uh D, D garage doors out of beers for south dakota uh carlson and stewart refrigeration Regnerus Racing with Jackson Bow, 41st Street Automotive, Furby's Auto Repair, uh, Kemper Inc., Mom and Dad, Brian Ralph. Oh, I got to remember all these Cleaning Hound, Sport Bowl, MVS Metals. I know I'm probably missing a few again. Gal darn it. I text everybody after Sunday and said, I'm so sorry. My head was spinning. <laughs> well, the pressure's about the same. The podcast interview right after your first win. I mean, the pressure's about the same. Yeah. Yep, yep. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go with that story. It makes us sound important, bud. That'll work. All right. Well, um, let's get into these rapid fire questions. Um, and if there's right. anything else you want to mention or anything at the end, you're, you're free to do that. Um, what's Cat your favorite flavor of ice cream? Cookie dough. Cat or dog person? Oh, dog for sure. Do you have any hobbies outside of racing? I mean, I'd like to say I do. We never have time for them. <laughs> I like to fish and boat and camp and anything outdoors, but we don't do any of it. <laughs> 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 maybe in the future yeah maybe someday um let's see where we, oh how about a favorite movie oh it's, i watch a lot of movies oh let's see i'd say right now probably the top gun to maverick that's, yeah. that's a good one i saw i went and saw that in the theater yeah just before i came over i was watching an old john wayne movie the sons of katie elder was go. on and i was enjoying it <laughs> Thought about hitting the record button when I left, but anyone want to watch it with me when I got home? So, um, are you a snow or rain guy? Oh, uh, rain! I hate snow. I hate the winter. <laughs> That's why I went to Hawaii for college. That's right. <laughs> Can't say I love the rain during racing season, but <laughs> it goes away faster. Yes, absolutely. Um, if you were going to be stranded on an island, what album or type of music would you have to have along to listen to? Probably, it'd be country for sure. Oh, it'd have to be Garth Brooks or Morgan Wallen and Hardy. I, I've liked a lot lately. Okay. 
I don't know. Is there any street sock guys that would rather listen to rock and roll? I think almost every street sock guy is a <laughs> country guy. I'm not going to say because I can't remember what I did this morning, so yeah. I don't dare say. I, I like argue rock and roll with too, you, but. <laughs> uh, this, this is kind of big for Tobe and I because one thing Tobe and I both like to do is eat. So do you have a favorite place to go out to eat at? Ooh, favorite place to eat. Uh, I like Qdoba, but if I'm going to go out to eat somewhere, it's got to be 212 or somewhere like, I like the bar, I like the places with bars in them and just kind of the bar food burgers, really good burgers. Perfect. I love burgers. We we should reach out to 212 and see if they'd be a sponsor. That'd be a perfect. There you go. go. That is perfect. Chips and queso. (laughs) (laughs) Queso for a sponsorship. There we go. There you go. Food. Um, how about a favorite holiday? Oh, Fourth of July, probably. I uh, like Christmas. Christmas is good too, but Fourth of July has been definitely been a big one. Yep. I'm gonna quick go back to the eating one. What's what's uh, the best thing you make or your wife makes? Oh, I would say probably a Dunker Burger. Burgers are definitely where. I think I shine. I mean, I, I guess I would say I'd have to ask her. <laughs> well, you're you're, you're going to have to specify a little bit on a Donker burger or whatever. Yeah, so what just a just a burger and then a side of au jus and with bacon and cheese on it and then dip the burger in au jus and away you go. Okay, yeah. okay. There you go. Uh, let's see here. What app on your phone do you use the most? Unfortunately, probably Facebook or My Race Pass. <laughs> yeah. That's what I was doing before I came over, looking, catching up on things. Um, being you drive around a little bit for work and whatnot into the races, how many speeding tickets have you gotten over the years? I think just one. I've had Ooh. probably five warnings and one ticket. That's, that's pretty good. That's really good. Yeah. Okay, but what's, what's the fastest you've ever driven on the highway or been in the car with somebody that's driven? I think 143. One. Is the fastest. That's pretty precise. That's a good fifty some hour faster than me. <laughs> I think it governed out at one forty three. That's all there was. It wasn't no more. Um, it was a test drive actually off the lot. <laughs> oh, that's... <laughs> I used to you know. See what they go. Yeah. <laughs> if they don't buy it. It's the next person's problem. Yep. Yep. Um, what's your favorite drink? Ooh. Pepsi, I suppose. Alcohol or non-alcohol? Either one. We'll take both. Uh, I hate to say it right now, but Bud Light or a Captain Coke? (laughs) We'll just go with the Captain Coke and a Pepsi. All right, we'll go with the Captain Coke. You can edit out the Bud Light. I can do both of them. (laughs) If uh, you had all the money in the world, is there a certain car or pickup or something like that that you've always dreamed of owning? Oh, yeah. For sure, it would be an 84 Chevy pickup. 84. That's a little new for yep. me. <laughs> I like the square lights. Yep. The round lights. I mean, they're not bad. But. Okay, mine's got round. I got a 69, so. Okay. So okay. I'm stuck with the round ones. There you go. All right. Well, Tracy, thanks so much for being on. It's awesome to see you get your first win in that street stock yep. in Usitz, and Congrats on that, and best of luck on the rest of the season. Awesome. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. And thanks for having me on. All right. Take care. You as well. Have a good one. Co-op Energy, your tri-state supplier for all your energy needs. 
tires for cars, trucks, and tractors, and fuel like farm fuel, gas, and propane to heat your house and all your livestock barns. Co-op Energy even supplies the propane for the propane pusher. Co-op Energy has several convenient stores in towns located near your local tracks. Stop in before the race to get your gas, snacks, and beer. If interested in doing business with CEC, give Randy a call, 712-400-8216. One more time, 712-400-8216 to set up an account, or you can visit our website at www.coopenergyco.com to find a location near your favorite track. Some of those locations are Wildcat Junction in Larchwood, Jackrabbit Junction in Sibley, in Worthington, the Interstate Sea Store, or the Blue Line Truck Stop. In Lakefield, it's Junction 86, and in Milford, Boji Junction. Stop by and see what they have for you. All right, we're back at Hoagie's Garage with John Lamberts, AKA Longhair. How you doing, John? I'm doing fantastic. How are you guys doing? Ooh, I don't know if I can say fantastic, but I'm doing pretty good. <laughs> I had a bad day at work, but other than that, you know, I mean... At least it's over, right? Yeah, I didn't cut any fingers off or anything in the table saw, so it's all good. That's a plus. <laughs> does, that, does that mean you're a construction guy, or what do you do? Yeah, that's what I do. I'm, I'm a carpenter. That's awesome. Your own business, or do you work for somebody? Yeah, that's me. That's a JLC on my car, John Lambert's Construction. I know it's, you know, really original, but that's me. So. Well, you might as well, right? I mean, there's so many people that listen to this podcast that, yeah. you know, we... <laughs> in case Yeah, you... maybe I'll get a lot of work now. Yeah, you there never you go. Know. You might be turning them away now. <laughs> uh, what, you know, Chapel Hill on your car, What what is that? That's a funeral home. Okay. And crematory. Yep. All right. That makes sense. I've always kind of been curious. I I've like Chapel Hill. What what would that be? So now but, you know. Now I know. I could have told you yeah. that if you would have asked me, bud. No, I, <laughs> I actually knew something. If if you go back in some of the photos, I think I actually had that on my nose ring or or something at one time it said Chapel Hill funeral home and crematory. I think at one time and I said, Dad, that's a little morbid. I don't know. <laughs> Can can we just get Chapel Hill on there <laughs> and just answer questions? So, but no, he, he you know he sponsored me. I, this is my 29th year racing, and I think he's been with me for 25 years. And really? now he's he's really stepped up, and it's just fantastic. I mean, we're we're more friends than just sponsor stuff that's, like that. That's, so that's a good sponsor cool. when you got one for that long. Exactly. Yeah, oh, that means you're a hell of a nice guy. Yeah, he's a great guy. His dad used to race with my dad. That's kind of how we know each other. So. Oh, okay. His name's Doug Hausman, so Denny Hausman was his dad. Oh, okay. Uh, you know, his uncle raced too. So, it, yeah, it's it's kind of nice, you know, kind of. Yeah. Well, later on in the oh. show, we always have you mention your sponsors, and we've already done two of them. You might as well finish the rest of your sponsors <laughs> quick. We won't ask that question later. Yeah, we got uh, – Boji Metalworks, they do all our power recording out of Spencer, Iowa, and uh, we got the uh, Emerald Pines Event Barn, and we got Miss uh, Realty, South Dakota, 
on the car and and uh, of course Chad Hughes racing. Whatever I need, Chad usually helps me out. So it's just we're getting by where you know we're not a high dollar team, but we're still uh we're we're good with what we have. So yep. I'm proud of that. So Dins, I have to ask this now, the Emerald Pines barn which one is that there's like 20 of them in the tri-state area now <laughs> well it's it's the one right here by uh, what is it ellis south dakota okay so yep. it's right here yep that's awesome and why why did you decide to go orange with the car well we did uh the throwback car to the wolfgang orange car from 1990 um i did that and kind of honor you know to honor the eight car that's the way we faded the white into the blue and everything the yep. numbers last year and i don't think anybody noticed <laughs> and i didn't crash much so we still have all this orange stuff so we went to eric Arndt and had him you know change it up a little bit with some colors and yeah i i didn't repaint nothing i didn't uh repowder coat anything other than the frame we had to uh weld some bars i bent some stuff last year and so we powder coated the frame black, and that's really the only thing we've changed. Yeah. So a quick fun fact is I'm a teacher slash coach at West Lyon, and Eric Arndt is from West Lyon. I coached him. And then uh, Brett Vanderbrink over at Octane Inc. is also um, <laughs> from West Lyon. So, really? Yeah, it's kind of cool that two so pretty popular guys with stickers. What's that? You must have taught them how to do stickers then. Oh, absolutely. I taught those two everything they know. I didn't know they taught that in PE, bud. Yeah. (laughs) PE and football how to make stickers. Well, I guess they do put stickers on their helmet when they do something right. That's where it all starts. That's where it starts. We got it now. We figured it out now. Oh. All right. What were we here for? Oh, we're here to talk about Sunday night. Oh, but before we get that, we also got to bring up. You know, and this was kind of before I went to Hussett's, but you you sit at Hussett's right where we sit, right mm-hmm. below the pizza ranch down in the front. I Oh, yeah, Section E. We sat there for years. Yep. 80s, yeah. Us, the farmer boys. Oh, I love the farmers from, from uh, oh, it Madison or something? Uh, there's a little town right, right before Madison. If you're going, yeah, you know, into Madison, but yeah, I can't and remember their name. Just I remember years. the Farmer Boys. Yeah, and uh, one of them had the same birthday as me. We found that out when I was like a senior. You oh, know, okay. I told them, them guys, I was going to race a sprint car someday, and they just laughed at me. So <laughs> when in 1994, my rookie year, we we showed up with our steel-headed 360 against the four tens because I didn't have an IMCA legal engine, and. <laughs> they come down like, well, you did it. I was like, I told you I was gonna, you know. <laughs> Wentworth, that's where they're from. Wentworth, South Dakota. Oh, okay, yep. yep. Oh, that's and, awesome. Uh, yeah, they, they, I think they were more happy for me than I was, you know. But that, that's just cool. The the friendships you make in the stands and stuff oh, like that. Same people, you know. There was the same forty people in that little section every Sunday night. Yeah, for like. years. Yep. Yep. Forever. That's fantastic. You bet. All right, let, okay, we gotta now get we're going to go to Sunday yeah, night. Let's, okay. get, let's get, so tell us about Sunday. How did uh, all go for you? Well, it kind of starts in the week before. We, we'd really been struggling. I mean, you guys know the stats. I didn't get out of the B-Pain two straight races. 
And I said, Dad, the motor's running hot, and it, it's got no power. And I don't understand. It'll run great at Hartford the night before, and the next night it won't run at all. We've never had that kind of inconsistency. We, we've either been totally bad and consistently bad, and then you change a bunch of stuff and it works, or you're you're always good. There's no, like, bad and good, bad and good. The roller so, coaster effect. Yeah, and I've never had that, not even in my 410 days. So I, we were really struggling with that. Me and my dad just had bet, you know, button heads at the racetrack trying to figure out what to do. And so I decided, like, okay, we're going to go down to uh, Monty Ferrer's chassis dyno in Lincoln and see if they can figure some stuff out. And Chad and Jared did a great job. They they got us dialed in, and uh, the motor ran really good Saturday. So I had to run the B because, you know, you, you just can't start last in the heat race no. and transfer a lot of times. No, track and then Sunday, enough, yeah. We, yeah. Sunday we were lucky enough to start, you know, closer to the front and win the heat and the features. So my hat's off to Jared and Chad. Chad did a great job, Monty Ferrer, for having the opportunity for us to go down there and do that. I mean, it's just great. We learned a lot, and we'll just keep learning from what we learned there. There you go. Never too old to learn, right? You better not be. (laughs) (laughs) If you sit on your laurels, then you're going to lose. These kids, these kids today, they got everything, you know, at their at their fingertips, and there's probably more things that I don't even know about, but slowly creeping into it. The things keep advancing, and technology's changing, and shit's getting better, or whatever. But yeah, exactly. You're exactly right. The the race got a little interesting at times, though. You you had to go high a few times to get around some cars, and. uh, yeah, the one B and then uh, the twenty eight G. Yeah, we you know just got to go where they're not. Like I said in the in the post race deal, but yeah, it makes it interesting because I'm not very good up there. So I'm sure I watched the video at at Limburg's transmissions the next night, and I honestly I'm just so focused on hitting my points. I don't really listen to if there's anybody right on me. So I thought I I don't care. I won. Yep. I don't care if the guy was right beside me. I still won. But watching the video, I was like, damn, he was, like, right there. <laughs> <laughs> a couple times, like, I need to pull my head out of my ass a couple times and, and, and race harder. So, but, yeah, I was like, I'm glad I don't race like that and think about that. And then, But watching the video, I was like, oh, yeah, I, sh- I should probably be better here or there or whatever. Sure. So, we, we had... Tracy Huluska on uh, right before you, and he said with about two or three to go, he looked up at the board and he saw Yai right behind him. He's like, oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> and he said, I struggled for a lap or two after that. Yeah. So maybe it's yeah, better if you don't know who's behind this, you. I mean, if I was in the street stock and I saw Corey Yai behind me, I was like, oh, shit, it's like Steve Kinzer behind us. Yeah. He just... He's just going to blow right by us and say, thank you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, thanks for leading a few laps. I'll take yeah, it, no, take it I'll from show here. You how, I'll show you how it's done now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so how many wins is that for you at Houston's? Do you have any idea in all the different divisions? Um, I do, and I, I give a lot of my friends a hard time. I, I think we're up in the teens. They say I'm at seven. <laughs> but I mean I I stand in victory lane and, and I think I heard Sean Newstead say that's his seventh win I was like dude I got like seven 360 wins here how do you say yeah. I only have seven and I know I have at least four 
305 wins out there. I had a couple of bad lands, so I don't know if they're not counting them. I won the silver shootout, so yeah, it's, I'm it's not still sure. You're still going around the same track, so it yeah, all counts. so I, I don't know if if I'm wrong or they're wrong, but... We'll go with they're wrong. It, it is what... Yeah, let's go with that. <laughs> but, yeah, we... We've been fortunate enough to win, and that that's always nice, you know. Yep. So, um, the number on the car, does that mean anything to you, or is that just a number that looked good on the side? Well, my dad was number 12 when he raced, and when I first started racing in 94, Rick Dump was number 12. Yep. And then we started going to Knoxville, and Robeck was number 12, and they'd always make me put a duct tape X on there, or an L, or... Uh, j or something and i just got sick of it and i said dad let's just put an l on there for our last name and he goes well l is the 12th letter of the alphabet oh i said well that just works out great then doesn't it yeah so there's a side (laughs) note we didn't know well i guess i probably knew it's 12th letter but never put it together before (laughs) yeah (laughs) i didn't either (laughs) Uh, and now my kid's racing and he's just 12 after my dad so okay there's no 12 cars right now. So. so what do you got him running in? He's running 305s, too. He oh. races at Hartford and Houston's. Uh, Houston's a little bit. Uh, Alec Matea is my son. Okay, okay. Yeah. He I... runs a silver and purple car. Yep. I-90. You bet. That's awesome. Uh, what's What's it like racing at Houston's? I mean, it has to be just kind of a joy for you. Uh, well, sometimes. Last week was the worst track I've ever raced on in my life. In 29 years, I come in, I run out of tear in the heat race. That's why I pulled in. And then all the melee happened. If I would have just stayed out, I would have made the A main. But I put 20 tear on for the B main, 10 lap B main in a 305 class and ran out of tear I was like, come on, man. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't the best one it, that week. Oh, I mean, they had us packed the top, and I'm pretty sure my oil pan was knocking off a lot of them ridges up there because we were just digging. I had to, I had to step on the gas just to drive through some of that stuff. I was like, yeah, I don't know what happened if they tried something new or what, but it was it was bad. Yeah, and I'm I'm glad they corrected it because Sunday was great. I don't think it would have been as great if they wouldn't have tore up the bottom right before our race. Um, we're really into our timing per lap because that's how we set our gear ratio and we just guessed and went back to what we had in the heat rate or on hot laps and my dad said we turned it 10 or 12 3 in in hot laps and turned it 12 3 in the feature so track really didn't change much for the 305 guys on sunday night yeah that's yeah i was watching wayne county last night all stars and uh they had a segment on about track prep and they were interviewing a bunch of guys from all over the country. And one guy has been doing it for 40 years. And yep. he said, um, there's times we go, you know, you have the exact same weather. But he goes, it can be as exact as it wants. You cannot no. prepare a track he, he's the never, same. It's never been the same ever in his 40-some years yeah. or something he said. So, so. It, I think there is a huge science to setting up a track. So there I want to do it. And I agree with you. And my dad watered the track at the Hartford Speedway when it was a half mile. Okay. And as a kid, I'll tell you, the guy that won would come up and shake my dad's hand and said, man, that, that track was awesome. The guy got second would rip my dad a new asshole. Yeah. So yeah, he's never right. Know, that, and that's just the race car driver in us. You know, yeah. it really doesn't 
I'm not banging on Houston saying it was so bad. I'm just saying the track was bad. Yeah. Um, I don't think they're expecting the little bit of rain we had. I don't think that changed much because it was just so heavy. Yeah. And it was so deep heavy. Yeah. It, it wasn't just like a little bit on top that we could burn off. It, it didn't burn off all night long. No. So no, it's the track, there. it was really juiced up. And, and I like to see that they changed it. And I didn't notice, but Sunday night as in Rosie – Randy Rosenboom's trailer and Kenny Hansen goes, you see, they took a lot of the banking out of one and two. I said, no, they didn't. They went out there and you could just see the, the wall was higher. It's like, Oh, well, I didn't even notice that. I don't, yeah. I don't notice that, but Me either. Apparently the 410 guys do. <laughs> <laughs> I'm never up there anyway, so it don't matter to me. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what's, what's the plans for this week? Where are y'all racing? Well, our plan is to go to Jackson Friday, and if we we uh, finish there, then we'll go to I ninety, and then Houston's. Okay. There's like twelve hundred to win at at Jackson, so you got to go for them big money shows. Oh yeah. Just yeah. in case, you can go two for two, back to back. Yeah, it, it doesn't hurt to try, right? No, hell, ain't gonna, they ain't never gonna do it if you don't try. Exactly. Yeah. So I. I'm taking it your dad helps you with the car. Is there anybody else that helps you? No, it's pretty much me and my dad. Uh, Doug Osmond, Chapel Hill, he's been helping at the racetrack. And I got Alex. Like I said, I don't even know his last name. He's just been coming around for the last couple of years. And then uh, I got Jeremy Shanks, and that's our crew. And, you know, if we, we get, you can see we're getting stressed out. My kid and his crew will come over and help. So it's kind of a family deal, which is nice. Yep. Perfect. Well, anyways, congrats on the win, John, and best of luck on the rest of the season. Thank you very much. I enjoy listening to you guys. Well, thank you. I think, hey, Bud, when I talk about wrapping something, what do you think of? Uh, Christmas presents? Well, that's true, but that's not what I'm talking about here. See, every day you go to Octane, Inc., it does kind of feel like Christmas. It's not the same kind of wrapping, but, man, it's like getting a present every time you go there. These guys wrap everything. Snowmobiles, UTVs, golf carts, race cars, trailers. To be honest, if it moves, they can probably wrap it. You know what? It doesn't even have to move till they wrap my ping pong table into the Iowa Hawkeye football field, and it looks amazing. That is true. I guess they also do hoodies, t-shirts, and hats, and other accessories. Bud, what the heck are you doing now? Well, you never know. Maybe Brett wants to pick up some other kind of wrapping. I don't think that's going to happen, but if you want to give him a call in T South Dakota, it's Octane Inc. 605-213-8343. Again, that's 605-213-8343. All right, we're back for take three at Hoagie's Garage, and we got Riley Goodnow with us tonight. How's it going today, Riley? Oh, it's going good. You know, just got back from Park Jefferson last night, and then we're here washing the car at Bainton scene today. Oh, so we we keeping you out of doing things? Is that a good thing or a bad thing? Oh, it's a good thing. We're about we're winding down around oh, here okay. now. So, yep. So, do you do you uh, do you have a job, Riley, or is your job racing right now? Uh, I work for my dad, like in the winter most of the time, and then sometimes during the week when I'm not when we're not too busy with racing. But when it gets into the kind of like the June and July of racing, I kind of just stay here and work on the cars and stuff like that well and it's gonna get awful busy here in the next six weeks <laughs> yeah. oh yeah definitely yeah. is there's yeah. a ton of racing going on 
Are you, I assume you're doing the border battle this week? Yep, I, yep, we're going to do that. So that's Jackson to Knoxville to back up to Usitz, right? Mm-hmm, yep, a lot of traveling. <laughs> oh. That'll keep you busy for the whole weekend that way, and then the following week you'll have quite a few nights again too. Yeah, luckily it's all at the same track at Usitz, yep. so. That's a, that's a major bonus. Nice. That ain't hard, you know, at least there ain't the traveling involved, a lot of work involved in getting the car ready every night, I'm sure. Mm-hmm, yeah. You'll have, to, you'll have to crack the whip on that crew chief you got. Make sure he's... Yeah, we're definitely keeping him busy this year with <laughs> having Houston's car, and then he's driving his own car, too, sometimes. So yep. we're keeping him busy. That's Let, let's just get into that a little bit. How's, how's Jody been working out? Oh, it's been going good. I mean, we've had the cars a lot better, I think, this year, and a lot more consistency and he's drove before so he can give me uh, some advice on the track and how to race it and he's especially Houston's because he's been there a lot Yep. so it's just been really good to have him on our side I couldn't even tell you how many years he's been driving actually but it's been quite a few yeah yeah we had him on um like around chili bowl time or something like yeah. that and he you know he he has he all hinted. these midget cars and stuff and you know he's like you know I wouldn't mind just kind of renting yeah. those out and, and you know and wrenching on them a little bit yeah he so was kind of hitting already and then we didn't know about your deal yet with him and so, so yeah, that's we yeah that, deal, that deal came along about february after we were done with florida and he just kind of called us and said he wanted to help us this year and then we came up with the idea to have a usage car up there that he could house sure. to make it easy for us on Sundays to get up there. Oh, yeah, just drive up in the car or the pickup. Makes it way easier than hauling the trailer all the time. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, um, Sunday, um, tell us a little bit about the race, how it all went for you, how it played out. Uh, it started off good. I mean, we qualified 10th, and then we uh, won the heat race on the bottom. We won on the bottom after Joey told me to go to the top, but then... <laughs> My car just ended up sticking on the bottom, and then it kind of ended up doing the same thing in the feature where he told me to run the top under one of the cautions, and then I was up there. And then on the restart, Jensen kind of showed his nose on the bottom, and I went down the block, and then my car just kind of stuck there, and I just went with it and finally got past Jewel and then just got through the lap cars and ended up winning it. Yeah, well, there was several laps where you and Jewel were like just top and bottom right together. It was it was mm-hmm. a lot of fun to watch. Yeah, the track was really good that night. I mean, it didn't rubber really, and it was nope. just two lanes, really nice, not too rough. Yeah, that was it was fun to watch you. I mean, what what does it mean to you to get the win at Houston's? Uh, it means a lot. I mean, I mean, we don't really win a lot of races, and it's good to. We really cherish these ones when we win, and yeah, it's definitely good to win at Houston's after been going there for two years every week, and we've been close, but yeah. it's finally good to get the job done. Yeah, it's always good to get that first W mm-hmm. at a track. It ain't your first <laughs> W, but... <laughs> um, what What is the best part racing at Houston's? What, I mean, what do you look forward to the most when you go there? Uh, just, I mean, it's just a nice track. I mean, you got concrete pits and you know you got a nice flat surface in the pits and yeah yeah it's just it's good racing also i kind of like short tracks more than the big tracks really right now so i kind of like the tight corners and stuff and the high bank 
and how fast you are. It's just, it's really fun. Yeah, it's definitely one of the nicest facilities, I think, in the country. Mm -hmm. As far as Most coming definitely. To. Yeah. And, and you get seen by a ton of people. I mean, the crowds have been really good, but then the dirt vision numbers are unreal also. So um, it's always good to be seen. Yeah, it's definitely. We've, we've had a lot of people congratulating, and, yeah, definitely a lot of people watch on dirt vision all the time. Yeah, absolutely. Um, does the number on your car have any special meaning to you? Uh, I don't really not for me really i think it was more my dad always had it as that number so we just kind of stuck with that number so that's just this is kind of what we stuck with so yeah yeah so well we already kind of touched on what you're doing this coming weekend but going forward from that i mean you've set yourself a pretty busy schedule um wh where are y'all headed to and what tracks are you still planning on running this summer uh, I mean, it's it's basically week to week all the time still, you know, with okay. rainouts and yeah. But I mean, we'd like to go out east, you know, Pennsylvania and stuff like that, and go to the Eldora Million. And but we're gonna race Houston's weekly and probably Knoxville weekly still. But we'll just see how everything goes and see where our motors are at and our equipment's at. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's yeah. what's nice about Houston. I mean. You know, after the Nationals, even, they take quite a length of time off. Yeah, that's, that is nice. You know, after the Knoxville Nationals, there's about two, three weeks in there where they don't do anything because there's all them other big races, so. Mm-hmm. Then yeah. I get a chance to let the push truck rest, too, in case she's tired. <laughs> <laughs> um, last year, if I remember right, you kind of did pretty well at the High Bank Nationals. Are you looking forward to that this year? Oh yeah, most definitely looking forward to it after, especially after the the win. You know, it gives me a lot more confidence going into that as I did last year. So yeah, really looking forward to that and getting up there and chasing some big money. <laughs> the big money that is huge money, I would say. What What's it like knowing that Kyle Larson's going to be there? Is that I mean. I don't know. Maybe it's not that big a deal for you as a fan. I I guess I just look at it as that's pretty cool that you get a race against him. Yeah, I always thought it was pretty cool racing against you know some of the top dogs that you always looked up to and watched as you were a little kid. So it's it's fun to race with them and to compete against them and just hopefully we can be up front with them too. <laughs> that's yeah, right. Absolutely. Beat them. Yeah. Go ahead and kick yeah. his ass. That'd be all right. <laughs> Um, who are all your sponsors? Uh, QTC, uh, my dad's work in, uh, Styrus Fort Lincoln out of Waukee, uh, Shilling Excavating, he just came on this year to help us with some money, and, um, J&J Auto Racing, they build us great cars, I mean, that was a, that was a brand new car this week that we just put together, because the la the car last week got the frame bin when we half spun and got ran into, but... And then uh, Schaefer engines, uh, they run really good. So, yep. yeah. Can't do it without the sponsors, that's for sure. Yeah, yeah. Schaefer engines, is that is that who we had on the one time out in California? Or that not? was Shaver. Shaver, and this is Schaefer. Schaefer. Okay. See, they're close. If anybody's paying attention, that's twice I knew something tonight. <laughs> uh, what's... Uh, the high limits. What's that been like for you this year? Uh, it's 
it's been tough, really. I mean, we just struggle qualifying there. We've always had some little thing go wrong with our engines, it feels like, and we just get behind the eight ball. So it's been tough. We were better at Eagle, I would say, in the heat race and the feature, but still got a long ways to go to do better in that. Yeah. So well, when you're racing against that caliber of drivers, a little hiccup puts you, like you said, behind the eight ball so bad it's almost impossible to come back from it. Yeah, it definitely is. It's just, you just got to be hitting on all cylinders from the start, and, and it makes your night a lot easier when you qualify good and start, you know, the first front rows, and then, yeah, it makes your night go a whole lot better. But along with that, how many of the high limits have you actually, the, the racetracks, how many of those tracks have you raced at before? Uh, I've raced at Lakeside before. Tri City, I raced at once. And uh, 34, I've raced that a lot in the 360 and a couple times in the 410. But Wayne County, I've never been to. And, yeah, basically the rest of the tracks besides Houston, I've never been to. So we'll yeah. see how it goes. Yeah, that always makes it, you know, you got to keep that notebook handy so you know how to, how to set it up and everything each time you go, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, most definitely. You bet. All right. Well, Riley, uh we really appreciate you coming on. I know, I know. You text me back at three thirty in the morning last night. So um, yeah, maybe you'll have to get to bed on time tonight. He probably uh -huh. probably slept till three or four, didn't he, this afternoon or not? No, I slept till about ten ish. Got up, washed the car, and just been working on him all day basically. So, well, yeah, you're definitely young. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh. All right. We well, might have been able to do that today, but we wouldn't be worth a damn for anything tomorrow, but the rest of the week. <laughs> Anyways, congrats on the win, Riley. Best of luck on the rest of the season, and maybe we'll get to talk to you again yet. Yep, thank you. Thank you for having me. All yep. right, you bet. Bye-bye. Bye. Fulkins Brothers Trucking, complete livestock hauling. A load with us is a load off your mind. Since 1979, call Trim at 800-831-831. 8553. That's Fulkins Brothers Trucking. Um, call Trim at 800-831-8553. And thank you, fellas, for being part of our show. Hey, Tob, you weren't wrong. No, it was a lot of fun. And I had to chuckle just a little bit because Bud pushed the button. We were still talking. We were basically done with John. Then we got to going in about West River Ed, but Bud had already pushed the button on the record button. So <laughs> we missed a little bit of it. Yeah, the... The gist of it there is, is uh, half the people out there, we think that people think West River Ed is like a complete asshole. Yep. Uh, but what people don't realize is that was all set up. Oh, it was all made for I fun. I mean, it was, it was only meant for fun. And, and it was fun. I enjoyed that. Oh, decorating. it was great. <laughs> so, uh, John, if you make it to the end of this podcast, we missed part of what we <laughs> talked about. <laughs> so, Bud apologizes. Oh, yeah, a thousand times over. But, yeah, I mean, it was great. Um, all guys, they all spoke very well. Uh, Tracy was kind of in the middle of... Yeah, driving from one job site yeah, to the next. Yeah, he was up by Bismarck or something yeah, like that. He was a long and, ways away. Yeah. But that's the joys of doing them over the phone. We can talk to them whenever. Yeah. But, you know, we also find out what racing's like. I mean, Riley Goodno left Park Jefferson last night. I think he yeah. texted me at 329, my phone said, in the morning. 
saying that he would do the podcast tonight uh, because I had kind of said we're going Wednesday. Yeah. And then I forgot I'm fishing Wednesday. Yeah, you forgot so, you're going away. So yeah, so we bumped it and up. That's one a fairly night. important thing to forget, bud. Yeah. You know, that's like right up there with forgetting your wife's birthday and stuff. Oh, I've done that. Yeah. Anniversary. And then forgot I, yeah. I forgot that, too. Oh, I'm hey. still alive, though. I have a great wife. There you go. Good thing. Yeah. Both so. of us can't complain too much, I don't believe. No. Oh, just a side note before we let everybody go. I had this picture pop up on Facebook. I was looking at all this news. What kind of picture? It was almost like a horror show. It was it, something I don't ever want to see in my life. It showed the uh, this freeway. In Houston, Texas, some great big damn thing, 26 lanes wide in Houston, Texas. A freeway that's 26 yep, lanes? Yep, That's what was showing up. They had a picture. I don't know if it's real or not, but I sure as hell don't ever want to go there. No. Nope. Two guess, lanes on Highway 9 is enough for me. Guess where I'm going July 8th? <laughs> you going to Houston? Going to Houston. Hey, that boy. There's a road down there to look <laughs> oh, at. They had a name for it. I don't remember oh, that. but sun. Sun qualified for a tournament down there and uh, basketball, so... You better go check it out, buddy. It looked really simple to get around on. Hey, another quick side note is my son Riley is at Texas Christian University doing an internship, sports surf management, and uh, the baseball team just won the Super, Super Regionals at TCU, so oh, he was getting he was, the field ready. He was doing the bowling. He was doing a bunch of the lines. Um, so that game, yeah, my you know, your they, son, had, they only had two because they won both games and yeah. they're heading to Omaha. So, so just so you know, I didn't watch it. I don't like baseball. <laughs> yeah, I don't really care for baseball. He was on ESPN Plus. I didn't get to see it either, but he sent some videos. Okay. But, he was pretty proud of that. It, it, it's exciting. It was packed. It was the fullest that stadium's ever been. And uh, hey, maybe they'll maybe they'll win the whole thing, and then maybe he gets a ring since he's part of the crew. Uh, you never know. Yeah, who knows? How well, cool would that be? All right, you and me are never going to get one. No. Nope. <laughs> hey, next week we have uh, you know we'll be on, but High Bank Nationals start. Wednesday. Wednesday ready, so obviously we aren't going to do it on Wednesday. Probably not. Well, we can do it over the phone if you can hear me if the cars are running. <laughs> do it. Do it. I'll do it from the bleachers. You do it from we'll the stands, it. and I'll, I'll do it from the infield, and yeah. we'll see how that goes. I don't think that's okay. going to happen. So okay. we'll have to try Monday or Tuesday or something next week and get oh. out to High Bank Nationals. It's going to be a blast.